I'm just going to put my headset on. Have I told you uh, this is a new setup that I've been experimenting a while to try and work out, and all I needed to do was plug an headset in? You, you said that you're, you're using your headset from work. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I had. I've yeah. already gone through this, haven't I? Yeah, so, yeah. because what we've done is we've recorded some of the series, and it's gone out of kilter, but effectively I've, I was looking at a way to make us sound a bit better. Uh, because it, because something was needed to happen, and we've just been using this microphone, and now I've got this little microphone. I feel like I'm Madonna, or <laughs> Captain Scarlet. I don't know okay, which. Yeah. yeah, well, with it moving up and down like that, what, yeah. what, who who does that? Is well, that... Captain Scarlet's went like out of like automatic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then, but Madonna's, she would have. Well, I say Madonna. Anybody who's on stage now has one, don't they? Yeah. They have the little skin-coloured ones, and I keep thinking it might be a mole. And not a and not a skin. I guess they've had to get used to like you know old style people would be used to holding one, wouldn't they? You know, yeah, of course. Yeah, dramatic uh, with it and stuff like that. Like Tom the, Jones. Yes, like they they don't know how not to use their hands to do those things. I bet it's difficult. You know, if you if you are singing and you've not got one, what do you what do you do? You know, it's like Liam puts his arms behind his back. So he's he? all right. Yeah, he's all right. But then, but like. If you're in musical theatre, you've you've got a microphone strapped to the top of your head in your, in your wig, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't got one of them. <laughs> Welcome to the Tales of the Unexpected podcast, 1995, and we are talking about it's not 1995. I don't know why I said that. Uh, it felt like I had to put a date on it though. Um, um, it's a, the podcast is the fifth season of the Tales of the Unexpected podcast. I don't know if you remember how we do this. We watch an episode. Yeah. Which sometimes we wish we hadn't watched the episode. Like today. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> and then we talk about what's just happened. Yeah. And then we record it. I'm so thinking that... this must be another one of your rhetorical questions, because you know that I'll remember this, don't you? Because <laughs> we do it all the time. What is the question? I, I don't know if you remember how we do this. <laughs> Sorry, I'd already asked the question. Yeah, I'd already been rhetorical. Yeah, yeah, I don't even remember. If, I don't know if you know how you do this. Oh, yeah. uh, but no, uh, I was actually asking the podcasters. Oh, I thought you might have been. If we get, to, what we do is we get to a point where we talk about it, and then we we don't judge it. No, sorry, well, that's we, all we do. Yeah, yeah. No, we've it's, already, we don't we've review. It, we we don't we do review it as well. What don't we do? We don't. Uh... What we're doing is we're saying what we see. It's like, yeah. an epi- it's like a big catchphrase episode. It, it is what it is. It, it is what it is, as they say in, in <laughs> Love Island. Love Island, yeah. Uh, so, that's, so we did one just now. And, I'll, right, we've already recorded one today. Yeah. Uh, and we went on for a long time. What I will say is I almost fell asleep in this episode. <laughs> I daydreamed on at least two occasions, and I've never done that before on a Tales of the Unexpected. Uh, but I was... I was really concerned that this isn't about it not making sense. This is about it being the most tedious way to get to a punchline. Yes, the tedious way, most tedious way to get to the lightest punchline. It's not even a thing. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's like it is unexpected because you don't expect this of things, but you just go, "All oh, right." <laughs> yeah. You don't go, "All oh, right, yeah, wow." All right. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay, that happened, did it? Okay. <laughs> well. T- what happened next then? What's the more ex- unexpected bit yeah. next? Mm, there isn't one. No, no. Well, don't do this one then. <laughs> anyway, I tell you what. What we'll do is we'll break this episode down into a little more further detail after the music bit, after the music segment of the show. Music corner. Imagine if we had like a little band in. It's music corner. We ought to get a band in. 
We had to get a band in to, to play it all the way through. Yeah, for next next week. Next week. We'll have a band. A band in. And what are they going to be playing? What style of band? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Somebody said the other day, oh, sorry, it's on Twitter, is if you, what is the what is the thing? Is ways to, ways to upset certain people. Yeah. And one of them is to say that Jazz is just an excuse to play the wrong notes. Um, and what I was going to ask was, are they going to be a jazz act? Should we? Should I don't we? mind if they're jazz act. L- yeah, let's get are jazz. They, are they, uh, are well, they, well, it won't sound anything like the usual theme tune, though, will it? Nope. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes. Let's start with the actual theme tune right now. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. It always helps when there's people to talk to. I mean, who else is going to pay our wages? That's right, listeners. You didn't know what an agreement you were entering into, did you? Did you read your terms and your contracts when you signed I hope they did. I hope they did, because if you've got to this stage, you now owe us £3,000. So <laughs> per, episode. per episode. Per uh, episode. So, hard lines. It was just a big ruse. Of course it isn't. Of course it's not. We, But that would... I mean, first of all, being dishonest, what I could do with a spare three grand at the moment. Uh, I've watched uh, a uh, a little documentary about... Well, it wasn't a documentary. What is it? It's just like a little thing on YouTube about the world's best yachts. All right, yeah. I'm not going to watch any world's best things anymore because it makes me sick. Sir Philip's Green's got a big yacht, hasn't he? Is he the one that's dead? No, he's the one who's top shop. That's right, yeah, he's... uh, He's, in a, bit He's a little bit of trouble at the moment. Oh, yeah, we'll skirt over that. Skirt over that. Yeah, the the yacht thing is that. I think that that's one of those items of things. That's one of those things <laughs> that you don't need. Yeah. But if you add one, it means you must be rich. Yeah. And to what degree that. is then the size and the shape of it? Yeah, yachts seem to change though, don't they? Because like when I was little, I had, I had it was a toy yacht, obviously. But <laughs> it was it was one of those things that um, it had a sail on it and a sort of wooden bottom. Uh, y- y- yeah, now y- yachts aren't like that, that, that now, are a, they? That was a yacht, wasn't it? A yacht definitely is in my mind. If you were going to if you were to type into Google yacht icon, then it would be long sail. Yeah. Right high up. It actually the comparison of the actual boat to the sail. It's about double it. Yeah. And then a little yacht thing. Yeah. We wouldn't do much holiday. That's, that's, that's what, that's what that, yachts were, isn't it? But I they're can't. not that anymore. They're like big things. Have I just gone down? Yes, I think you might have. Yeah, I have. Because I definitely was a bit higher up than this earlier. But yeah, it was green it was. And it was one of those things you couldn't really do much with it. Because, yes, it had a sail, but you couldn't steer it or anything like that. So no. you couldn't put it on a pond. No. And... You couldn't. Well, I, put, I used to put it in the bath, but there was nothing. It, it didn't go anywhere in the bath either. Mm. I also had a submarine. This was better, and you like put um, like Alka Seltzers in it. <laughs> and it, what, what the it would power its it through. Would, uh, it would oxygenisation. It would dive and come back up again. Because of an Alka Seltzer. Yeah. 
Wow, that's very clever. It was good. Good it science. Was, yeah. I used to just have a rubber shark. <laughs> but but then that's what we call our penis just back <laughs> in the 80s. No, I, I, I had a rubber shark. I was a big Jaws fan, so anything... Jaws related was, was it was it was it a Jaws memorabilia? I don't know. I, I mean, in my head, it was significantly tied in. Yeah, yeah. But it might have just been a coincidence. Oh, we... I tell you what, I saw a thing. I saw a thing today that I wish I'd not seen. Do you want to know about it? Yes. Right. On um, on Metro, you know the the um, newspaper, free newspaper. Yeah, yeah. I I often read it because it's it's quite short. The stories, you know, it's concise. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I notice that in the panels down the side, there's always some sort of animal cruelty. Oh, don't then. And yeah, the You do is... this to me. <laughs> you introduce animal cruelty. You've done it three times. <laughs> I mean, but I, I, I hate it. So, But it always catches me. And so I did see something now I couldn't see. But I'll not tell you about it. Don't that. tell anybody not, about I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not going to. You mustn't tell people awful. about it. But I will tell you about, because this is what uh, what got me looking at it, a fella called um, Mandrake, called Wizard Mandrake. What? That's like uh, in some sort of but ma- magician name. It is indeed. Yeah. He's, he's an escapologist. Oh, right. And he was lowered into the Ganges River yesterday. This happened only recently. Yeah, uh, in in a uh, case, you know, with all the padlocks and that. Yeah, like the proper magicians would. Yeah. yeah. And they say he's gone missing now. Is <laughs> <laughs> a cage still there? Well, you'd think, wouldn't you? Because it's on a crane. Look, so yeah. you wouldn't think they'd just dump it. Uh huh. So I'm thinking, is he is he not in the box? Have they lost the box? Is this part of the trick? But what what really made me laugh was this. He'd done it before in what looks just like a sort of um, cake, uh, shark cage. But but right thin shark cage. Isn't yeah, it? not not going to stop a shark no. cage. And uh, it said that. Um, well, it says those present said they could easily work out how he got out the cage, <laughs> and he was mobbed and had his wig pulled by them. <laughs> There's a couple of things there, isn't there? The the, the striking one is the wig bit. Yeah, the... he had his wig pulled. <laughs> well, well, how would you do that? Not pulled but... off, but then his wig pulled. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you're going to be lowered into the Ganges, why on earth would you have a wig on? You'd think it would come loose. And the, 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 he's, <laughs> he, he visibly allowed people access to the answer. <laughs> they weren't happy. <laughs> We know how it's done, and this is not acceptable. <laughs> what? Pull your wig. Mandrake. Hey, what are you playing at? But he's gone missing. He's gone missing. So whether he didn't, whether whether they've lost the case. Well, this is this would be a nice answer to the doubting Thomases out there. What's that? Well, he's you know he's let them down once, and he thinks I've got to do a bit more. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So what? So presumably this is all part of the act. Hopefully, so. I think that that's Hopefully what it is. So. Hopefully yeah. so. Well, I'll, we'll keep an eye out for Wizard Mandrake. Keep and, tabs on Mandrake, and uh, we'll let you know if he's, if he's found. Yeah, of course, because we're recording again next week, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, when I've done my speeding course, don't speed, <laughs> kids. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. This is 
No, not a likely thing. Just don't, no, de- definitely no, don't speed. No, no, right, no, okay, that's no. definitely for sure. It was just a bit tight the way I got caught. 47 yeah. on a variable on it's a motorway. A bit, it's a bit mean. Come that. on. And that I was saying to you, it's like there are murderers who uh, still get asked why they did things. I've never been asked once why I was speeding. And I'll tell you why it was overtaking. But I'm not going to, I'm just going to stay quiet yeah. in this. Course. Wouldn't help you, would it? It's not, no, getting nowhere. I definitely did it yeah. for a start. Okay? So that's probably why they're not going to ask you. No. Because it's they'll just be smug about it. Yeah. So no, I'm just going to watch I this course happen. That. I wonder if there'd be smugness on the course from the providers. You know, my biggest problem is that I'm going to end up with an headache. And when I come round here, we're recording with an headache. Oh, I'm yeah. not interested in that one oh, bit, course, one yeah. jot. We've got we've got penciled in a, a yes. recording session. So now, yeah, so Let's see how you go. Yeah, well, what I'm going to do it. Well, no, I'll be fine. I'll definitely make it round, but I'll just make sure I take lots of headache medicine with me. Right, don't take too much headache medicine either, kids. Two two lessons there. Don't watch this episode will be a third. <laughs> and seriously, don't. Listen to what we have got to say about it, because that'll, that'll do. You can imagine all of this. Yeah. Seriously, there are some, I'd be, I'd be thinking to myself, it ain't good, but actually, if you watch it, you'll understand what we mean by that sort of thing. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. you can imagine everything we're about to say, and it is a fucking faff. <laughs> Start to finish, it starts off with clearly what is a studio. Panto. It's like Panto, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can imagine they've got people on rope. Oh, like... yeah. I know what you mean by Panto. It is a perfect stage setting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. With the with the, the uh, It goes into a point at the end, like perspective. Yeah. People, yeah. So there's it's your a... exits and there's your stage left, stage right. Yeah, yeah, so it looks like that, doesn't it? That's the sort of production quality. That is the production it. quality and it is of a Parisian street. Yeah. Or court, court courtyard, yard. Yeah. yeah. And we, well, by that, it is what the producers of this or the makers of this are saying is classic Paris. Yeah. This reflects what everything in Paris is like. Because they even sort of say, ah, oh, the same old Paris. It's just <laughs> one fucking street. It's not even a street. It's a house with a canary in outside mm. and a car, broken down car outside. And there's a sort of voiceover from him, isn't there? And uh... he, there's a man walks into set. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. And, and he's just walking around, and he's seeing all the bits that we're pointing out that are ridiculous here. Yeah. Oh, look at the cardboard walls. <laughs> oh, look at, look the, at the ugly sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the theatre audience. That weren't very nice, was it, children? Oh no. yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's doing that, but yeah, he's doing this thing in his head. What's yeah. it, what sort of things is he saying? Uh, well, he's saying things like it's been ten years since I've been here, and so, uh, things so we been... can assume from that it's been about ten years since he's been yeah. here. Yeah, except okay. the, except perhaps the canaries a different <laughs> one. He says things like that. Yeah, it? yeah, and that's a bit of a joke. The canaries, everything's the same except for the canary. <laughs> and the thing is, as well, I noticed that when he is doing his voiceover. You often get close-ups of his face while he's thinking it. Um, and, and is there a he's, word? And he's having to do like thinking face. Yeah. Isn't is there a word you described describe those faces? Uh, is there a word that you'd use or rather? Um, Ken Barlow. Uh, gormless. That's what <laughs> he is. Just gormless. And but Ken Barlow is a close. Well, I mean, you know what I find, and this is Ken Barlow I'm talking about, not William Roach, of course. <laughs> but what I find is that that's that is, and we've probably talked about this before because it's one of my things. That's Ken's style of acting. If they say to Ken, you need to be thinking about this, then Ken will stroke his chin and sort of look <laughs> off into the distance. It, that's, his, that's how he acts. And uh, that's sort of how this guy does voiceover. You know, 
there are two men in Coronation Street. One is Kembalo, one is Baldwin. Well, yeah. Okay, what do you mean, well, yeah? Well, he's, he's not there anymore. Oh, has he left now? Well, yeah. Right, yeah. so... What are, so William Roach is yeah. one of their names. Yes, and I know that because I watched Alien Fun Capsule with him on it the other day. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I love it. I love that show. I mean, but he was quite good. He was it? excellent, and he's uh, taking a pop at his character because yeah. that's the only thing he's ever done. But what is the other one, sir, in real life surname? Johnny Briggs. Yes, that's it. I can't work out if that's his character name or whether. Well, there's a show called Johnny Briggs, and that's it. And it was a kids' show. Yeah. Uh, but I trom- s- trombones. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, a brass band sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know what it was in it, but I know that, that that was the case. But yeah, I think he's actually died in real life, Johnny Briggs. Oh, has he really? I think he has. Oh, bless him. Yeah, he probably shouldn't do Cora anymore. Then. <laughs> this is American. He was here. Is it worthwhile saying this? He was here during the war? Yeah, in 1944, uh, he, was, he was here. Uh, in, in after that- the liberation. Yeah, so this is his first journey back to see where he once was stationed or lived whilst he was stationed. That seems odd because he he definitely was an army man in the uh, in the war. Yeah, but he lived in like a bed and breakfast. Yeah, lodging. You, you just thought he'd have lived like with these other army men, wouldn't you? Because on be the a, mess, it could be a bit dangerous, wouldn't it? Because war's walking back and uh, war's still going, and he's just wandering around on his own. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit weird. But, that but did that happen? It Maybe like a very good idea. it doesn't seem like a good idea, but also it's a weird one to have written in if it isn't true. Uh, they didn't need to. Could uh, have just been a returning person. I'd, yeah, well, I just... oh no, it needs to revolve around the war in some some sort of way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe it did happen, and or maybe it, it is. Seems, it does seem a bit weird. It's complex. Uh, Johnny Briggs is still alive, by the way. I'm glad. Oh, to right, say. it should should be in Nick Coronation yeah, Street. Right, so what is our story here? He's come back to the same street ten years after he left it. Yeah. He's ringing a doorbell. And he's saying that uh, the person who's on the other side of the doorbell, Madame Bouveret, would uh, never keep anyone waiting. Uh, and But uh, she would, yeah, she would never keep anybody waiting. And he's been waiting four, four minutes, minutes yeah, now. Yeah. So quite precise, isn't it? That? It is. Right. Uh, pin that. Um, we. I was he, doing the pin for the pin. Yeah, thing there. It did pins. So he's walking away. She answers the door. She sees who it is, and she's like, "Hey, I've not seen you for ten years. Ten years and four minutes, uh, to be precise." I've been calling the Madame Bouvray, but in fact, we could call her Natalie. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, because she's. That's hot, her name. Hot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he. So the story is that whilst he was posi- whilst he was stationed in the. In, he, in, he was in, in the bed and breakfast. But he, he, he lived in the bed and breakfast for some time, it seems, as well. So he saw the uh, decaying relationship of her and her husband. Yeah. And that's going to be, the, be the theme through the next 20 minutes. And they, they, and they both slag him off quite a bit, don't they? They call him a pig and things like because that. Because he what? And they showed flash... The, the show is then a series of flashbacks. Now, unlike most episodes of... Tales Unexpected. You're kind of given bits of information here and there that keep you guessing, but the next sort of ten minutes are really flashbacks of him being an arsehole <laughs> and then her explaining that he was an arsehole. Yeah. The American guy saying, well, I knew it was bad, I just didn't realise it was that bad. But there was what are some of the things that happened? Because I'm not even kidding, that's what... It's flashback, flash forward, flashback, flash forward. 
Yeah, and it's it's actually hard to keep track of it, isn't it? Because nothing really happens. No, it's like if you were if it was um, another way to do it is is when they do that wibble thing, wouldn't they? they go, the like wibble, the, the wibble, and the, and the picture would wibble. Yeah, but here it goes black and white for a little bit, and then it goes colour again, and when that happens, you know that you've changed time zones. But it keeps happening all the time, but for not no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah, like they'd it? say something and it'd go back and tell a bit more story. But yeah. it is it is it just feels like there's a there's there's a point where you just go, This has this has got to be part of that storyline. And it other than creating t- to be an arse like no. Just skipping ahead here, okay. Right. But uh I'll we'll try and kind of cook put in what's happening. So the first one is he's clearly a French man. Yes. Because he's got a beret on. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, and he's living in Paris. Oh yeah, and he talks French yeah. as well, right. And he's um he basically he's actually all right to begin with. It starts off he no longer is at this house because he's dead. Yeah. Yes. And she says she's not sorry. Uh Now an interesting thing that she says is that uh, he had, he'd, he had to avoid any disturbance, and that's why he sat here in this chair. And I was wondering how this chair was an avoider of disturbance. Yeah. So he, so the the American guy goes, yeah, I remember this. He had to avoid sudden disturbances. I think we all should, right? Okay. And then he says, it, it feels like he was resting on his laurels. Yeah. But that doesn't match. It doesn't, does it? Because the chair is. Where he would rest. A chair is like keeping him. It doesn't. You can still be disturbed suddenly yeah. in a chair. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. But they seem to have been suggesting that something either about the chair or the placing of it but, meant but, that but it couldn't. They're, they're blaming. I mean, they're blaming him here for resting on his laurels. Yeah. I suppose it is his fault, actually. But I don't understand why. Oh, yeah, he got, too, he got a bit too comfortable in trying to avoid disturbances. <laughs> well, that's what if that's what you told them to save your life. Then maybe it's probably the best place to start. Yeah, it, it is. It is odd, isn't it? I mean, because I resting on one's laurels, it's sort of like, isn't that sort of like you've you've achieved something and then you, that's what you live by. Yeah, yeah. Which is not really sitting. This isn't it. No, I don't think so. Now he's getting a bit annoyed, narked at this stage early on in the flashbacks for because she does spend a bit more time talking to this lodger than any of the other lodgers that they've had yeah. or have yeah yeah in the past and, and, she, and she says to she says to him i think you saw more than any of the other lodgers which i i found quite a flirt, flirt yes but she, i honestly thought this meant she was nude at parts yeah and and when you go back into flashback at this point i thought that we were going to see that but Unfortunately, we didn't see 1940s French boobies. No, we just saw him sat in a, sat in a chair. He was now with a beret and a pipe. Uh, and then, yeah, then we see um, the soldier man coming back. Uh, yeah, he's, been, he's done his shift at the uh, army office. Yeah, and, uh, and he's come back to, to his B&B. And we look, and uh, this is all in flashback still. And by the way, it's coupled with some flash forwards every now and then. But yeah. again, it's hard to keep track of. So let's just let's just keep in the past for the moment. But then, then we see a bit where he's in bed and he hears a commotion outside. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it turns out it's a little girl. That's right. And uh, so innocently, it's a little girl. Answer the door. She answers the door, and uh, <laughs> and, and like this stream of blokes run in and then run out again. And it really reminded me of Life and Brian. You know when they're doing searches. Yeah, we found this spoon. <laughs> this is a proper comedy moment, and they've used the. Run in, quick get him, run out technique. <laughs> because there was clearly no resilience. It was like, he must have just been stood, take me. Because they've run in, it was seconds, and they've got out. Oh, it was hilarious. Though. Quick, run. Okay, run. He must have been just stood at the other side of the door. Because they've not actually looked for him, have they? They've not had to go up to no, his bedroom. No, they've not searched so anything. So in bed. Wouldn't he be in bed? Proper comedy. It is a Monty Python moment. You know, when I wrote that down and I was you know, running, quick, get him, run out technique. Yeah. I, I'd not seen it as a Python moment. But but you're absolutely right. It is the Romans <laughs> uh, trying to get uh, trying to find Brian. Now, I presume that they're not going for that effect. No, this is serious. <laughs> Absolutely serious. This wasn't a comedy routine. Um, <laughs> anyway, after, after this, back to the future. They're slagging him off. <laughs> uh, and she's calling Monsieur Bobby, isn't she? She's calling the American, the American Monsieur Bobby. Monsieur Bobby, because uh, his name's Bobby. <laughs> but uh, she... The other day, I was talking to uh, a lady at Walt Disney World in oh. Florida over the phone. Oh, right. She asked me for my name. I gave her my first name. She asked me for my surname. I gave her my surname. And then through the rest of the call, she kept calling me Mr. Chris. <laughs> and I didn't want to correct it because yeah. I thought it'd be, if she's not got that, it, the rest of our conversation is going to be too confusing. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. But it just struck me as very weird that that's how, what somebody would do. I'm not saying it's wrong. Just saying it just struck yeah, me as well, weird. It's not conventional, is not it? Not conventional. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. And uh, that has happened. Often it's happened with people who, like, uh, so I don't want to be general about this, but yeah. this has happened in this. Uh, so I deal with a, an Indian contact centre a lot. And they switch their names around. So their surname is their first name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, you sometimes end up talking to somebody who you thought that was their first name. It, so yeah. I get that, that they might think that that's the same for us. But it well, was just... yeah, we, we, had, uh, we had that, we had a friend and uh, his, uh, his, his girlfriend, I think, I'm not sure that that wasn't her last name that we called her by. Was it really? I think so. Oh, right. Because, yeah, cause just a conversation I had with her once and it, it made me think that that, that, that wasn't <laughs> That wasn't her actual name. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, we uh, when we went on holiday to uh, to Spain, they have they're called animation teams, don't they? In the yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they they uh, sort of tend to pick on a victim, don't they? And then Victims, they'll make make them yeah. do things. Yeah, and uh, he was called Chris, their victim, but they they called him Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. So uh, every every morning, like they'd be going Chris. <laughs> and then make him go and do stuff. Have you, you've called me that. Please. Probably That's because probably of that. Why, yeah, yeah. yeah. So where did we get to? He's been captured. Monsieur Bobby. Mon uh, Monsieur, no, this is after that then, yeah. isn't it? The slag, they've slagged him off, Monsieur Bobby. So we, we're, we're back, in the, back in the war again now. And she's doing the stairs. She's 
cleaning the stairs. Wait, is this the bit where she finds out why the Americans back in town? Uh, no. Because because why he's back in town? It happens here or next. Is he's back in town because he's he wants, writing history of the resistance. He's writing a book and he wants to interview the husband, and he's now obviously realised that the husband's dead. Yeah. So but, they're just talking about. And she looks quite disturbed when he says he's going to. Yeah. History of resistance. Yeah, he? that's right. So we, we're now going to lead up to the fact of of the death bit, I guess. Well, we're back in we're back in the war. Back in the war. Back right. in the past. She's doing the stairs. And he's saying, Natalie, you've you've had you've you're over time or something for yeah. you've run out of time. You've... This seems to be the first, well, other than the Americans saying it, the first point where we're uh, where time seems to be an issue. Yeah, but he, but he's he's become obsessed with time. There is a point right at the beginning, by the way, which we've missed, where when she's waiting for the door to be answered. No, when she she's sat and she's heard the doorbell ring. Yeah. But she waits yeah. for this period of time. And she's humming a tune. She's humming a tune and she's talking to an egg timer. Right. Uh, no, she's, she's, she's talking, uh, she's holding an egg timer. She's talking uh, while she's holding an egg timer. And she, she starts singing, run, run rabbit, rabbit run. run. Yeah. Now, then we cut to the American on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is, but then now, this is the point where the only time was like, oh, was time one of his things? Certainly the first time I've... Well, yeah, that that was the first indication that I've got. Because I've seen an episode of Jonathan Creek where it's all about time, yeah. and at every possible moment, they've got the guy looking at the time, looking at clocks, looking at clocks, and you know. It seems to me that for some reason his obsession with time has started after the Romans caught him. <laughs> yeah, that's it then. But I don't understand why. So something's happened whilst it's been captured by the Romans, yeah, but we don't know why. With time. So, so, uh, uh, yeah. So she's doing the stairs commotion. You've been taking too long. Then we're going to the the future again, <laughs> and then we come back into the. Pa- oh, in in the in the future, she then says. Ah, you know why? Do you know what happened when he was like captured? Yeah. Well, they shaved his head. No, we've not gotten there yet. Have we not? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yet, yet, right? We've got to the point where she gets his chair and takes the cushion out of the box. Oh, is this happening now? Yeah. Where have we ever written this? Oh, okay. I trust you on this. And uh, and she produces a little box from it. Yes, it's and got stuff inside it. It has, and and she she says something that she suggests must be a well known phrase or saying, which is <laughs> every French peasant has some gold Napoleons. <laughs> it's not like a imagine... time saves nine. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> Uh, what's Mr. Chips doing? <laughs> <laughs> Every French peasant. <laughs> yeah, I'd not heard that one before. No, but but uh, she produces these <laughs> these. I put goldy-looking coins. You can have them. You can yeah. have them. She says. It's you can have them. Money, she says. And then he says, "No, no, no. You must have them." And she says, "No, it's blood money." Yeah. So something she's got those somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, flashback. Flashback to um, wartime. Uh, yeah, back in his chair, he's wearing a beret, he's drinking cognac. Yeah, that's right. So, it's, yeah. And uh, the sort of 
she's saying you can't have it and he's saying I can and then there's some sub panto acting <laughs> where where he th- after he's thrown the cognac he then sort of like crosses the stage <laughs> gets on his knees and holds yeah. on to it so this is the way for, for about like three minutes he's he's criticising her yeah He's demanding things. She does everything, even to the point, pour me this, put it in my hand. Yeah. It's the, it the glass me. is filthy. Get me another glass. She says, no. And he throws it. And then she says, look, you're being really harsh. And then he straddles the floor, gets onto it, wraps himself round her. It's like, could, surely you must have an idea that, that, <laughs> that you're acting like a bit of a dick. Before she tells him. I mean, anyways, yeah. So it looks like he's a bit remorseful of it. But the... Uh, the Americans heard this argument again. Yeah, and he's come in. And he comes. What's up? What's going on? But man tells him get out, doesn't he? He's not. He's not he's yeah. Having it. Get out. Get out of this house. So, we're still not. We we're still not where you're galloping to, right? <laughs> the next thing is, she produces a newspaper cutting. Hello, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's the husband. He's got a bald head. With a bald head on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what's this about then? <laughs> well, what's happened is this is this is what's happened when he was captured by that men, them men. That's right. And she was sort of saying to the the American guys, you know, do you want to know why he was a bit like pickled um, when when he came back from the resistance? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why because he, his photo were in newspaper, <laughs> and he'd have his hair shaved off, and he was marched into the village. Yeah. With his balls out. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he was? I think so. Yeah, yeah. with his balls out, and somebody hitting him with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, the, what they've done is they've taken him and branded the back of his head yeah, with a swastika. With a swastika because... Now this might have been a thing that happened. I mean, the Nazis were arse, right? Yeah, Complete. This is, it's not Nazis who's done it. Yeah, me. exactly. This is what I mean. Is but why is a resistance doing this? Why it might have happened, but why? I don't understand why. Because. He's been a double agent working for the Nazis. Oh, I missed that. And he's he's dubbed all his mates in, and they've all been killed. Apart S- apart from these fourteen who run into house and out again. So yeah, so sort of deserves it. Yeah, and he's been taking money for it. Gold money. And that's uh, why this is dirty blood money that she doesn't want. You see, it's the peasants, French peasants. The French, every yeah. French peasants. No, Napoleon. Yeah. So, that's been in the... Uh... Right, you've answered so much for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not improved anything. No, but... but you've still answered. This. Now, that's been in the, that has been in the paper at the time, we think, obviously. Look at this man. Um, What's he done? She said that it happened in public, that mm. they shaved his head and branded him on the back of the head. You'd have thought the American would have heard about it. Known that this was... Well, hey, what are those fellas doing down there? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because he was there, because we know we were there, because he we came s- to the top of the stairs yeah, when they did the run in, quick get him, run out technique. So he'd say, what's happened here? <laughs> and, then, and then he'd be looking in paper, and he'd see bald head, and he'd go, oh, look. Well, yeah. Or, however long he was taken, he would have come back, <laughs> like, after a while, yeah. with either nowhere, or somewhere growing back, uh-huh. or with a swastika in the back of his head <laughs> and that's what it is he's looking at his head so this is we've done a flash forward flashback again yeah. we are now looking at the man fixing his the parting in the back of his head yeah 
because it's got a swastika in it. Yeah. And it, that's why he wears a beret. And, and it's not because it's the... Uh, French style. Yeah, well, I mean, it is. Yeah. It's fortunate that it had the berets to do that sort of thing. Yeah, because if you've been British, you'd have had to like, wear a top hat or something. Deerstalker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, what she says is that the resistance were going to kill him, but the Americans intervened. Which again, that's right. right, and you'd have heard this on Grapevine. Yeah, and uh, she says they think she thinks they forgot about him. Then yeah, it was the sort, sort of thing you forget about. It was it? an illegal uh, death. Yeah, to to kill him. But they're, they're like, they're, 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 they're probably go, right, and then forgot about it. Yeah, probably you know? right. I think I think they'd remember that. I think they'd come round again. (laughs) (laughs) When they weren't looking. (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so that explains a lot. Why probably was a bit tetchy at times. Doesn't explain why time. Not in any way whatsoever, does it? But let's go along with that. Yeah, but don't expect too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, then the next thing is that. We, we've heard that he's... Because obviously you already know he's dead. Yeah. So we flash forward again. Yeah. And she says, well, she I've says, got, I best now, draw these curtains. Now that he's dead, I can do as I please. And she starts drawing the curtains. Mm. Now... I thought, at this point, you? French boobies. <laughs> Is that what you thought? Yeah, I yeah. thought, yeah, yeah, you know, it's Monsieur Bobby. And yeah. here we go. That's what I thought. It's not. She sits down and tells him some more stories. Yeah. Uh, one of which is... She, I don't know. She says it flippantly, but after, after I killed Jack, after I killed him, yeah. So we're like, "Whoa, hang on, is this the unexpected bit?" At which point, I was thinking, "This is a push, an unexpected bit." But okay, <laughs> after I killed him, and then she sort of goes and says, "You know, okay, I didn't. It wasn't my at my hand, yeah. No, but I made him, I let him eat and drink a lot of stuff. I I didn't avoid a sudden." Uh, disturbance. right? Probably moved his chair. Yeah, and he got across, and I started laughing at him, and it raised his heartbeat. Clonk, attacking attack dead. But I didn't like him, so this is all good. Yeah, I, I now can. I mean, I can now enjoy time. Yeah, for some reason. I was just turning the page there to see what the rest of my notes were, but there aren't any. <laughs> so you have to rely on me now, which is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> okay, she. Uh, so it says here. Um, well, what what happens next, as, as as I recall, is she's then there's a ring at the doorbell. That's right. Yes. Now. Um, and. She doesn't go to answer it straight away. She gets a, a. That's right. She gets a egg timer. It gets her egg timer out and she puts it on the desk in front of the American, turns it over, and then she basically says, I'll answer it in four minutes. Yeah, which is obviously what, why you had to wait four Ooh, minutes. Oh, that's interesting. Four minutes at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, why? 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 And then I'd, like I say, I worked it out. <laughs> Because she said her husband was cremated. Yes, she did. So she's obviously had him turned into an egg timer. Yeah. And it takes him four minutes to get to top to bottom. Yeah. For absolutely no reason. <laughs> and uh, f- f- it's four minutes that she lets people wait at the doorstep. For absolutely no, no reason. reason at all. There's and in order to pass, sorry, to pass time while she's waiting for those four minutes, she sings "Run Rabbit Run" for, for absolutely, absolutely no, no reason, reason whatsoever. Um, and then th- uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So there's no explanation so. as to why he became obsessed. Perhaps if you do have your head shaved and a swastika... Do you count every second of the torture and the pain? Mm, yeah, Tenuous? Then, I think so. Then, in which case... There's no reason. There's no all. reason. There's certainly... Bearing in mind, the episode is called Run, Rabbit, Rabbit Run. Run. Yeah. That's only mentioned t- twice. It, as it is, not there's no analogy. What is the song? Maybe that's going to give us Run, some... Run, Rabbit, Run. Yeah, I know, that's the title. Um, <laughs> Run, Rabbit, Run lyrics. Here we go. Here comes the farmer with his gun, gun, gun. On the farm every Friday. It's on a Friday. Right. On the farm, it's Rabbit Pie Day. So every Friday that ever comes along, I get up early and sing this little song. Run, rabbit, run, run. Bang, blah, blah, blah. Bang, bang, bang goes the farmer's gun. Run, run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run. Don't give the farmer his fun. He'll get by with his his rabbit pie. pie. So So run, run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run. Carry on again. That's another chorus. Then... Next, I presume that the third core, the third verse is going to is give this us our, is this this the, is, this is this is our answer to that. Are you ready? Yeah. Run, rabbit, run, uh-huh. and so on. Don't give the farm his fun. So a repeat of that second part there. Yeah. He'll get by without his... No, it's the same. So there is... Do you know who wrote... Who sang this song? It's like... Well, no... Flanagan and Allen. Ah, oh, right, yeah. These two bastards. <laughs> Do you not like them? i tell you why I don't like them. It's the, um, you meant to like them, but I don't understand why. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, like, I ah, mean, oh, the Flanagan and Allen. Oh, oh, no. no, I've seen them and it's not. like. Well, I, I was very disappointed with Abbott and Costello the other day. I've I got to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen anything. Right. There was two that used to do something together. Bob Hope was one of them. And the, Bing the, Crosby. Yeah, was that it? Hope, yes, that's right, yeah. And they, they were, were good. Yeah, really good. So I, I know what old comedy's like, <laughs> but, I, but I definitely know what it shouldn't be like. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so so Did yeah. They but do underneath the arches, didn't they? Flanagan that was their famous one, wasn't it? When yeah. when people would have been throwing tomatoes in, <laughs> you know, in the the theatres, that's how they showed disapproval, wasn't it? There was no three X's back in those days. <laughs> uh, so you'd take a bag of tomatoes. You might, if it was a good show, you'd come back with or a tin. You'd take a tin of tomatoes. That'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is uh, written by Butler and Gay. All right. Two people needed to write that song, and. What's interesting is if you it had to be done that way because otherwise it'd be Gay Butler. Not there's anything wrong with that. No, no. Um, so, but this, even the song there has given us nothing. Not a clue. Not a clue. There's no indication why. As I say, that episode of Jonathan Creek where the guy's obsessed with time. Yeah. It was all the way through. Yeah, that, that's all the way through. It, isn't it? And it might be tedious, and you might think, "Oh, it's too much exposition." But no. If a guy's obsessed with time, then that's the only way we're going to know that he's obsessed with time. Yeah. To, to the you, point that you take <laughs> revenge on, on his cremated body, Yeah. then you have to display it, don't you? Yeah, this is like that bit where in, so like, a, a, a couple trying to figure out what to buy each other for Valentine's Day. No, birthday is Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, trying to figure out what to buy each other for Christmas. And then you go, well, I don't know what he likes. We'll talk about it. Well, in this, we're just having to guess that he likes time. 
It's that like I, I just got an idea. He likes, you know, mainly egg timers because he had three and he kept po polishing one at one point. He's polishing an egg timer. Right. It's like he, he did have one of them. So maybe if I was going to exact re revenge on him in any way, it would be to make him into a. I mean, that's the. It's, it's a, not. It's a stretch, isn't it? It's the, not only a stretch, it doesn't work. It's terrible. <laughs> you have to, like, put our ashes in the microphone. <laughs> 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 headset or the headset or and it has to be left and right now yeah that would be more understandable and it will be a great end to a podcast <laughs> which is funny enough because that's where we're at uh, I didn't like that episode I I don't ever want to watch that episode again and it will leave me wondering for days on what we were meant to have gleaned yeah well it, it just made no sense did it that, that, that was the thing you know it made no sense and that was the thing <laughs> That's how we end this episode. It made no sense, and that was the thing. <laughs> and on that bombshell, or rather it wasn't even a bombshell because we were leading up to it. I think we said right at the start this was shite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll end it there. Uh, got next Wednesday, right, booked in? Yeah. What next, is next, next? What will we be doing next Wednesday? We're doing the Stranger in Town, which uh, is one I think that you like. A man going by the name of Sir Columbus, dressed as an act like a clown, endearing himself to the local community. Now, what you got here is Jennifer Connolly is in this, yeah. and it's got a hyperlink next to her name, and I'm assuming it is the Jennifer Connolly. Of course, she was in, um, what's it called? Uh, the old uh, Labyrinth there, wasn't she? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't her first film, but she was in Labyrinth in 86, and this is, what's this, 82? This might have been her first. Let's see, in fact, we can just check this. Jennifer Connolly, who I think is also Oscar winner. Really? This was her first thing on TV. This was her first thing. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's good. worth seeing. It's also got Derek Jacobi in it, of course. Is, it, is Jacko back again? Yeah. He's, in fact, Sir Columbus. I don't think she is a uh, Oscar winner. Oh, really? Now, oh, we looking got excited at, there, didn't we? Look at this. She might have been nom nominated at times. Uh, I can't see whether she was... But I thought she was in that film with a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> a Beautiful Mind. That was it. Oh, she, right. With, uh, with Gladiator. Yeah, with Gladiator. So I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to quickly... She got Golden Globe. And she won that. Best Supporting Actress. British Academy... American Academy Award. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So wow, we've got an, we've got an Academy Award winner and probably Jake, Derek Jacoby as well. Yeah. Right. We'll see you then uh, in a week's well, wherever it turns out to be. Yeah. But I'll see you next Wednesday. I'll see you next Wednesday. Right. High five. Psh. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye. The